Xanol sucked at Ganal until the ship's brain board made a thudding sound, then went to look. The brain screen said, Re-estimate of trip time to Thrinton, 1.72 days. Not good, he decided. He should have come out much closer to Thrinton. But luck, more than skill, decided when a hyperspace ship would make port. The principle of uncertainty is the law of hyperspace. There was no need to be impatient. It would be several hours before the fuser recharged the battery. Xanol swung his chair around so he could see the star map on the rear wall. The sapphire pin seemed to twinkle and gleam across the length of the cabin. For a moment, he basked in its radiance. The radiance of unlimited wealth. Then he jumped up and began typing on the brain board. Sure, there was reason to be impatient. Even now, somebody with a map just like his, and a pin where Xanol had inserted his sapphire marker, might be racing to put in a claim, the control of an entire slave world, for all of Xanol's lifetime, was his rightful property. But only if he reached Thrinton first, he typed. How long to recharge the battery? The brain board thudded almost at once. But Kazanol was never to know the answer. Suddenly, a blinding light shone through the back window. Kazanol's chair flattened into a couch. A long musical note rang, and there was pressure. Terrible pressure. The ship wasn't ever supposed to use that high an acceleration. It lasted for about five seconds. Then... There was a sound like two lead doors being slapped together, with the ship between them. The pressure eased. Kazanol got to his feet and peered out the rear window at the incandescent cloud that had been his fuser. A machine has no mind to read. You never know when it's going to betray you. The brain board thudded. He read, Time to recharge battery followed by the spiral hieroglyph, the sign of infinity. With his face pressed against the molded diamond pane, Kazanol watched the burning power plant fade among the stars. The brain must have dropped it the moment it became dangerous. That was why it had been trailed half a mile behind the ship, because fusers sometimes exploded. Just before he lost sight of it altogether, the light flared again, into something brighter than a sun. Thud, said the brain. Kazanol read, re-estimate of trip time to Thrinton, followed by a spiral. The shock wave from the far explosion reached the ship. It sounded like a distant door slamming. There was no hurry now. For a long time, Kazanol stood before his wall map, gazing at the sapphire pin. The tiny star in the tiny jewel winked back at him, speaking of two billion slaves and a fully industrialized world waiting to serve him. Speaking of more wealth and power than even his grandfather, the great Rakarliu, had known. Speaking of hundreds of mates 
and tens of thousands of personal retainers to serve his every whim during his long, lazy life. He was chain-sucking, and the eating tendrils at the corners of his mouth writhed without his knowledge, like embattled earthworms.